Assalamualaikum, welcome to 91.3 FM Stereo 95.8 in the Poland Audio streaming on www.vocfm.co.za Myself Shafiq Sadiq back in studio with Buta Ismail Philander, Buta Nazim Peterson and of course downstairs we have uh, Buta uh, the uh, technician Buta Nasser that will be taking your calls inshallah and with me I have Molana Fudel Jones once again and we will be doing Salah Queries the show that allows you to pose the questions with regards to Salah any question that you feel uncomfortable to ask to a Muallim or a Muallima a Imam or a Sheikh or even your family members and friends uh, you feel perhaps that the question is a stupid question in inverted commas uh, and you feel that your family members and friends will laugh at you when you pose the question this is your opportunity to pose that question on 47913 47913 that is the SMS line to Molana Fidel Jones the Imam of Masjidul Rahmania in Sonata Street in Sinberg Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ashallah Maulana, we are on in the topic of uh, Salah queries And we are concentrating on the positions in Salah, inshallah But first and foremost, we know of course Maulana starts off the program with a small bit of the kir, inshallah Inshallah Yes, alhamdulillah We are glad to be here uh, We are happy for, for the break we have taken last week Alhamdulillah But uh, we say alhamdulillah illadhi Ahyana ba'adama amatana wa ilayhin nushur We thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given us life after he has given us death wa ilayhin nushur and to him we shall return We know Fajr is, is quite early and it's a blessing when we wake up for Fajr so we must read these du'as and whenever we wake up it's important we have been taught by our Khalifas and our Ustads and our mothers and our fathers to read these du'as when we come from the toilet, we say, "Khufranaka, Alhamdulillahi Ladi Athaba Anil Ada Wa Afani." All thanks and all praise is due to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, who has taken away from us discomfort and granted us relief. No other being can remove these things from us if Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala does not decide it to be so. We say, Alhamdulillahi Ladi Atamana Wa Sakana Wa Jalana Min Al Muslimin. All thank and all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has fed us, who has given us something to drink and very beautifully Allah ta'ala has made us Muslim. Greatest of favors that a person can receive is to be a bearer of the kalima la ilaha illallah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Mulana, we are, like I said in the program of Salah Queries and uh, it's been a phenomenal program in that uh, the questions that have been posed, Alhamdulillah, has really been an eye-opener in that so many people have questions out there with regard to the Salah But uh, more so that uh, we we get so many questions from our elderly yes, That yes. Um, wants to know, they want to, you know, empower themselves And they want to know if they are doing the right thing And Alhamdulillah with the ulama that we've had on the program It's been outstanding in that so many other people have benefited from this as well And now being in the the series of the positions, the various positions with regards to Salah. Um, later on in the program, inshallah, we'll also concentrate a bit on the various positions with regards to the Imam's position and the position behind the Imam yes, and yes. how important that is, inshallah. But last week we ended off the, or two weeks ago, we ended off the program um, after the Didal, yeah, you know, you come to the standing position. And uh, the last question I remember was, what if the Imam 
or the person leading the salah says Allahu Akbar instead of Sami Allahu Liman Hamida. Can we just uh, reflect back on that, inshallah? Yeah, so firstly, the, the, the takbirat to say Allahu Akbar, to say Sami Allahu Liman Hamida, these are not uh, um, fara'id, these are not arkans. It is sunan things besides the takbiratul ihram, all the others. It is sunan. So when a person misses a sunnah, um, if it is not of the sunnah al ab'ad, then uh, generally the salah would be accepted, and even the sunnah ab'ad, ab'ad is accepted. But uh, uh, when a person misses a sunnah, salah is accepted. So therefore, one shouldn't uh, say Subhanallah when a person, instead of saying Sami Allah, Liman Hamida, um, he should uh, just carry on. He says, he says Allah Akbar, we're going to I'tidal. And uh, one of the reasons why I um, we're discussing this particular thing is that uh, in certain positions, uh, people neglect certain positions. Uh, look in our Qiyam, when we stand with our Surah Fatiha, uh, we do it properly. When we do our Ruku, we generally do it properly. But things like the I'tidal, generally people, they either do it too quick, or they don't come up properly, um, or they are hasty in it. And uh, I just want uh, us to reflect on this, uh, just a statement. Samiyallahu um, liman hamidahu. Um, generally we don't say the who because uh, of the um, the ending of the, the, the statement and this is a statement uh, Allah Ta'ala is the one who praises him so the if if we just take the statement what is and we think about and we think about what is then the objective of the i'tidal if if we make the statement Allah Ta'ala is the one who praises him so then the i'tidal will all will be about praising Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala so I think it's uh, important for that moment. Uh, take a moment. Take a moment. And take a moment, a, a second moment, and take a third moment as well. Sometimes we, like I said, we take, uh, we are very, we're in a hurry with the, when it comes to the atidal. And say, Rabbana lakal hamd. And if you know that, increase it. Rabbana lakal hamd, hamdan kathiran. Hamdan kathiran. Just add hamdan kathiran between. Rabbana lakal hamd Oh our Lord For you belongs all praise And then hamdan kathiran uh, Abundance, abundance of praise So try to take a moment or t- and, and two And uh, just reflect about uh, Praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Inshallah, we're speaking to Molina Fudel Jones, the Imam of Masjidul Rahmania in Sonata Street in Sinburg. The program being Salah Queries. Please uh, interact with us on 47913. We'll be back after this break. My radio station. Your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to 91.3 FM Stereo with your host Shafiq Sadiq, the program Salah Queries. We are now currently just after the I'tidal, whereby we've um, heard the Imam say, Sami Allahu liman hamidahu, and we responded, but Sus Molana Khasirat, Asi, Altit, but no one done, and then Asa mistake what Hamakut, and the Imam say, Miskin Allahu Akbar. Uh, Molana, then where was the person from after van Anna from the Masjid Skree? Subhanallah. Yeah, um, this uh, this happened f- even myself. It happened to me a number of times already. Uh, what is what is what is problematic? I find is that look, if if you hear the person make the mistake and uh, you you they say it Subhanallah because you you think it's a mistake. But what what I think is bad. Uh, as I say, repeat. I say, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. The manasal and sujudal. I say, No, it's Subhanallah. 
Um, look, we, it's important that we, we understand that it's a sunnah, he missed a sunnah, and uh, he generally can't go back to, to going back now to, to correct that sunnah, because then he's going to go from a farad back to a sunnah, and then that would nullify the tartib of, of the salah. So therefore, um, he has to go on, he has to carry on, because he's in i'tidal now, he can't go back to ruku and now say back, Sami Allah, Liman Hamida. So, um, do not repeat it. If you mistakenly, if you mistakenly said um, Subhanallah, then don't now say again Subhanallah, Subhanallah, because Jayful no, the Imam must know somehow he, he has done something hugely wrong. What happens then? Now we're continuing in the Salah, as you said, uh, Maulana, it is the fault, and we are just carrying on with the Salah as per norm. And uh, what is in that person's duty within that fault Salah? What happens to that person? Is there something special that person should actually do with regards to his actions um, because of the the uh, mistake made in in the front? Yeah, it de- uh, when mistakes happen in salah, uh, it depends what type of mistake. Um, so, f- for example, the Sami Allah al-Muhammadah, it's a, it's, a, it's a sunnah that he has missed. And it's not one of those sunnah that is um, the huge sunnah. We just use the word huge sunnah. So, we have... Let's say three types of mistakes you can make. You can make a mistake in in the the arkans of salah. So if you make a mistake in the arkan of salah, you have to go back and 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 correct it. If you make a mistake in the sunan, so the sunan we're going to divide into two. You have a big sunan and you have a small sunan. So if the, if it's the big sunan, like for example the qunut, um, the, the 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 first tahiyah. Um, so those are the big sunan. If you make a mistake in those, then it is uh, recommended that recommended once again to make it before making taslim to make sujood sahwi, uh, sujood for forgetfulness because you have forgotten something. Then if it is a small sunan, you can uh, you can still make sujood sahwi, but it's not really a recommendation. Um, so uh, because maybe you feel that. It's, uh, you feel you want to really rectify the sunan and you want to receive reward for the sunan. So, um, making sujudu sahwi won't be a problem, but it's not a recommendation to, to make the sujudu sahwi. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. Does that fall for the the uh, person that said the subhanallah as yeah, well? Even for him as well. Yeah, even for him. Um, one of the one, one of the problems is that he's making a dhikr that is not in that particular position. Because he's saying Subhanallah, Subhanallah is generally a dhikr, um, uh, meaning Allah Ta'ala is free from faults. Um, so um, he's basically making a dhikr out of the time when it's supposed to be making dhikr. So th- that is also considered to be a mistake in a sense. Um, uh, to make a, any action that is in a place where it should not be made. Uh, um, our dhikr is in our ruku and now in our sujood. And then uh, our Fatiha. So if, for example, another example would be if you're making, you you read Surah Fatiha in your sujood, for example. So it's not the place for reading Surah Fatiha. Maybe you, your mind is somewhere else, or so unfortunately, and uh, mistakenly you read Surah Fatiha. So that's not the place for... for so um, then also you can make it, uh, sujood sahbi. It's not a recommendation, but you can, uh, if you feel that, look, you feel your salah is not... Um, up to up to the level you want it to be, uh, and that is uh, all, all all dependent on upon the person's time and um, how does he feel about his salah. 
Allah knows best. Malana, now we've we've gone through the uh, position of the Artidal, and uh, further now we're going to our first uh, sujood, inshallah. Yeah, so the sujood, the actual, I don't want to speak much about, uh, I don't want to speak much about uh, the feeling of sujood. I, I would love the listeners to, to, to relate to us certain feelings, because I find sujood, I'm more like some of the sujood. And I think uh, it is a good exercise um, because it uh, it helps us to to encourage each other um, how to get closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But what I want to perhaps deal with uh, with is the the actual the fiqh behind the sujood. First, it is important that certain limbs must be on the on touching the ground um, or be on on the floor. And um, one one of the first limbs is the the the, the head. The head, the forehead, um, and the naked forehead has to touch the ground. There's one narration or one hadith that um, the Sahaba said they they complained to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi about the heat of the floor. Obviously, this is Arabia, this is Makkah and Medina, Medina specifically, and they complained to Shakau to ila Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They complained to Rasulullah about the heat on on their foreheads when they were going to sujud, and. Uh, we know Islam is a religion of uh, whenever there's a difficulty, um, Allah Ta'ala tries to take it away from us. Um, Allah Ta'ala wants ease for you, not difficulty. So this is a difficulty the Sahaba, the Sahaba, the mighty Sahaba that we know and love, they complained about this. And yet Rasulullah did not give them the, 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 the ability to cover the head so, uh, uh, like that. So it is important that our actual head, uh, forehead at least, must touch the ground, the mat. Um, that, that is the first first one. The second one, uh, the, there are seven in number. I didn't say there are seven in number. So the first one is the, the, the actual head, uh, the forehead, uh, forehead, and then, then the, the hands, the actual hands as well. And then the knees, and then the, the the toes, the toes, or more specifically the inside of the toes. Um, the the late listeners uh, I have mentioned, and we have mentioned previously that um, I spent some time in Malaysia, and one of the the nice things they had there used to have these posters, and then uh, they used to show um, two people making salah, making shujud specifically, and they used to show the the toes. So the toes, just the the nails. Or not even the nails touching the ground of the one person, and with a big X over it, and then the person where his toes is actually curled, uh, and his the, the the toes is actually facing qibla, and it's on on the floor. So this is that is very important that the inside of the toe should should touch the ground, inshallah. We're in the position of sujood within salah. Salah queries is the program. Interact with us on four seven nine one three. We're going for ads, inshallah. When we come back, then. Uh, we will find out from Molana what is important in the sujood with regards to do the arms, do the, the hands touch the ground first or do the knees touch the ground first? Inshallah, stay tuned. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Salah Query Sunday evening. I hope and pray that each and everyone listening in is in the best of health. Salah Queries 47913. You can pose your questions. We are in the position of sujood Molana. Um, Ek het al baie keer gehoor en ons het al arguments ook gehoor van mense wat sê, eerste die handen moet op die grond gaan en voor jou knieën en dan sê die handen nie jou knieën eerste voor die, die handen. But, um, you know, maybe we can just share some light on what is the most 
preferred method of going into this jude inshallah yeah uh, one of the i th- i find one of the beautiful parts of islam is that uh, and this is where the hadith uh, really stands out as well sometimes the quran allah Ta'ala says make sujood allah Ta'ala says make sujood but allah Ta'ala don't say in the in the quran how to make sujood therefore allah Ta'ala sent nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam to to show us sal or to tell us sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli make salah as you see me make salah um and uh, i make this example it's not just like look we are playing a, uh, just putting your head on the ground and just laying there um or you're playing these uh, uh, some type of game where uh, what do you put first, the left foot and the right foot and all these things. We we do it as Rasulullah did it. And um, this is one of the beautiful things about Islam. So how did Rasulullah make his sujood? Um, and how did he go from the i'tidal to, to the sujood? So it is uh, important that first the knees, and then the the hands, and then uh, the uh, the head, and um, the forehead. Uh, and then with the forehead, I th- I like to. Uh, it is important that we drill it, especially into our kids. The nose must touch the ground as well, because. Uh, well, Lena, I'm just going to stop you there because we just received an SMS with regards to the uh, the 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 portions of the, the the body that touches the ground and it comes from 7351 and we are speaking about what touches the ground and from first from 7351 it says assalamu alaikum is salah incorrect if my nose does not touch in sujood uh, the the no the actual look rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that um that that uh, uh the four, the the head must touch the ground. The forehead must touch the ground, and he indicated towards the nose as well. So it is one. It is one, um, one in a sense, one part. It's a unit. One. It's one unit. So if part of the unit is not completely there, then the uh, at least the unit is there. For example, your hands. If your entire hand is not um, on the gr- ground, maybe your one finger just for for some reason is, is lifting up, then it will still be. Accept it, inshallah. We ask Allah SWT to accept it. Amen. If your if your toes, for example, is all except the, uh, the one of the toes is not uh, face uh, touching the ground, then um, we ask Allah SWT to accept it, inshallah. And uh, according to the the the, the Shafi Madhab, it will be accepted. But it is important that we do it to the best of our abilities, where everything that must touch the ground and the entire part of that body part touches the ground. So the nose is it is very important that it does touch the ground, but it won't be invalid if um, the forehead does touch the ground without the nose, inshallah. Inshallah, so Molana was was in front of us on the sides. In, in front by the face, on the side of the face, <laughs> by the shoulders, uh, we get many, many positions. Yeah. So um, the, the 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 hands must be parallel to 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 to, to your shoulders, um, and um, the fingers must be slightly open, not closed, not not the first. It, the palms must be on the ground and so forth. Um, your 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 buttocks must be up. So maybe flu no lay. It's not a time for to, to, to relax. So the buttocks must be up. So the the the, uh, the rear must be elevated while the, the your head is basically on the ground. And uh, this is what I want the listeners to to speak about. The, the, especially uh, that feeling when you put your head 
on the ground. We are very, as humans, we are very proud of our intellect. We are very proud of our ability to create things, invent things, think about things. Um, and this comes from our brain. To such an extent that we find today, um, we have we have concentrated so much on the brain, on the intellectual aspect, that we have forgotten about the heart. And uh, Islam tells us that five times a day, um, I can't even count uh, how many times exactly, but five times a day you must put your head, that brain that you consider to be so mighty, you put it on the ground. Uh, so I, I would love the listeners to tell us, inshallah, how how does that? What is that feeling that you that is created when you do that particular action, um, standing in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Um, yeah, so that is that is the sujood. Any, please ask if there's anything that I have missed with regard to the sujood as well. Um, what do you recite in sujood? Um, Subhana once again, Subhanallah. Uh, let's just say you start with the Subhanallah. Uh, I find that in the, this the salah itself, various adhkar is being mentioned. Uh, we have the hamd, we have the takbir, and we have the Subhanallahs. So these these three um, very strong type of adhkar, and um, I think in the rukun sujood, the Subhanallahs is it. Uh, Allah placed it in in the, those positions for a reason. And the effect it has on a person's heart, I think, is, is the reason. Well, and as you've mentioned, in the sujood, what do you recite? Now, I'm not asking about what do you recite. I'm about the, the person next to you um, <laughs> that makes you hear them. Uh, re- no, you know, no. you hear what they recite in yeah. such a way that it is so loud that you lose concentration. Yes. Um, first, that um, this one, this the one uncle... He makes the example. He says that <laughs> it's a it's a good example. I think it's a good example. He says that one guy comes in the mosque and there's a person um, walking up and down. Oh, he's reading. He's reading Quran, and another person comes and he's walking up and down in front of him. He's walking up and down. He's walking, walking up and down in front of him, and this person reading, he gets so so irritated and he and he stop and he stops this guy and tells him, um, "Can't you see I'm I'm reading?" And this guy says, you know, I'm so worried, I'm so concerned that I didn't even see you in reality. So um, the first thing is that our concentration must be such that uh, the person next to mustn't disturb us. That is the, from the person's side. Uh, and if he does this, this disturb you, then try to focus, focus, inshallah. From the, for the person that is reading loud, read softer, in fact, uh, ask. Sometimes we have to ask, look, if you, because we do have a thought in our mind. I think I'm reading too loud. Too loud. Ask the guy that says, "Did I read too loud?" And if he says yes, then try to correct it. Um, if the person next to you that has read loud is a friend of yours, and uh, if you tell him, "Look, you read a little bit loud," I myself couldn't concentrate. Then uh, and he would accept it. He's not going to go on a tangent. He's not going to go on a tangent. Etc. Then um, then you can tell him. Uh, if there is any other way to tell him, then uh, try to do those things, especially with, uh, try to do those things with hikmah, with wisdom. Um, I know one of our ustads used, used to say, he used, they used to write letters in a sense. Um, if a person uh, makes a certain mistake, they used to write a small letter. Look, you, you're doing this. And as the person is uh, picking up his salli or he's in sujood where he can't see you and just slip it under him. So when he finishes with the salah, he sees this and he's like, Okay, 
He doesn't know who it is. So uh, try to use a, a, a means of to, um, to, to remind the person of how to do the particular action in a nice way with hikmah, inshallah. I know where from now, Shafiq comes in that particular question. We are in the situation and we are reciting whatever adhkar we feel is necessary, you know, it's a personal thing yeah, in sujood. Um, the difference between sujoods and adhkar in the fall compared to the sunnah, because the sunnah you do on your own uh, most of the times and uh, generally there are some people that sujood longer because they have a longer adhkar to recite, yes. whereas in the fall it is uh, sometimes shorter, sometimes longer. Um, is there a big difference or is it per choice? It is, it is more per choice. Uh, look, the Imam, he's going to lead the Salah and it's important that we follow the Imam. Once again, this is a, this is a fundamental a principle in Islam that we have leaders and we follow the leaders. Uh, there's a beautiful hadith says, it comes in Abu Dawud, Anjilin Nas Manazilahum. Now we had um, my, my, my cousin, he passed away about a, a hundred days ago. So we had the Hunad now. Um, he was quite young. May Allah give him Jannah, So we had a hundred days today. And um, all the aunties was there now. And uh, the aunties, main complaint, Maulana, the main complaint is that our children does, does not know how to speak. They don't, don't know how that you should greet the person. Um, so this is this is very important. Um, so our imams is our leaders, and we must treat them as our leaders. Sometimes I I find in salah, um, or I, I see you come maybe you come f- for salah a bit late, and you find people they still making ruku while the imam is still in atidal already, while the imam is almost in sujood, he's still making ruku. Why? Because he wants to make that particular dikr. In jamaat salah, uh, it is. It is wajib for you to follow the Imam if you want the reward for Jamaat Salah. Um, if you want to make your adhkar, those are sunan. So uh, wajib, uh, it's something farald or wajib is given preference over something sunan. So in the Jamaat Salah, even if you want to you make your, uh, a long adhkar, if the Imam is not going to make, if he doesn't make a long adhkar, then you have to follow him. So you have to break your adhkar and, or just have a shorter one. Like you said, when it comes to the sunan, there you can go um, and try to, to make adhkar more and more and, and maybe a longer one and so forth. And uh, throughout the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu those there's a, there, there is examples for that. Um, for the imams, um, for those who, who have led their families and uh, who want to lead their families, um, they should try to not make too long salah and but not too short also don't make uh, therefore the recommendation is three subhanallahs um, because generally three is it is enough time for you to focus and think about Allah uh, and it's not too long for those who have some ailments some uh, whatever uh, problem they have for them to get tired and or their bodies to get sore so so um, three is a recommendation in the in the faral salahs but in the sunan if you're making on your own inshallah and we heard Molana ask um, the listeners to please interact with us with regards to what do you feel and what do you find 
when you are in the position position of sujood so please interact with us on 47913 tell us exactly how you feel when making your sujood um with regards to your adhkar with regards to following a leader and uh, when you are in the position of sujood that is 47913 to the numbers 0747591719 I acknowledge your um your SMSs shukran for that we will get to your SMSs later on in the program inshallah but for now Molana we are coming up from our first sujood and we are going to be sitting yes i know as as something as manako sit yes yes som vanala fal som om yeah you know the the correct manner of coming to sit the positioning inshallah yes uh i just want to touch on the the sitting between the sujoods um once again two two particular positions i feel is neglected in in amongst us is the first day at idal and the the sad julusu baina sajatain or jalsa baina sajatain the setting between the sujood and uh, what is important here is the adhkar again the adhkar in a sense in those positions tells us what is the purpose of that position in the sujood you are asking you are praising and glorifying allah subhanahu wa taala um When you come up from the sujood what do you read do you generally read um rabbighfirli wa rahamni wa afini wa afwani what does that mean rabbighfirli oh allah forgive me so um, just that piece rabbighfirli oh allah forgive me so that tells us the purpose of that sitting is to seek the forgiveness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warhamni and have mercy on, on me So isn't it uh, imp- such an important dua that we must take two minutes, three minutes, uh, three moments and actually sit and not just ho-ho and then back to sujood. Um, and I, under- I do understand that uh, we, especially with, when it comes to sujood, we are emotional. We, we, it's a, a position that we love. So maybe we are in a hurry to get back to that position, but we have to give the haq of the, the, the setting between that also. The actual setting between um uh between the sujood is a general setting it's a setting where um the preferred way to sit is where your right foot is uh, erect is up where the, the toes the between the face qibla and you are sitting on your left foot your buttocks is on your left foot and the left foot is um horizontal um and then obviously you go into sujood again and now Uh, I think you want you want to speak about the last last setting inshallah um yeah some always falls my falls my um and uh, if you if you are not able to 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 sit properly yet if you are not able to sit properly yet, don't do it in the fadl salah if you fall over in your sunnah salahs you're not disturbing anyone it's your own salah but uh, I find it but disturbing when the the person next to me is is halfway laying on me So obviously now he's laying on me my concentration is obviously going to be affected um so that person if you are not able to do it correctly yet inshallah try to practice it in your sunnah salah uh, and try to perfect it so what how is the setting uh, once again the, the the right foot is erected as per normal and but the left foot now in, uh, instead of setting your buttocks on the left foot the left foot is under your right foot and you're sitting on the ground with your, your buttocks is on the ground um once again i have to emphasize and i think you want me to emphasize as well if you if you are used to sitting in that position you will be sitting straight 
your 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 chest and your body will be straight, even though your foot you are not sitting on your left foot and your buttocks is on the ground. But if you are laying over and to such an extent you say I'm uh, then uh, preferably look practice it. I'm not saying don't do it because it's a, it's a sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Practice it on in your nafal salahs. Practice it in your normal setting. Practice it to extent where you can do it correctly, and then you do it in your farad, uh, and you won't disturb a person next to you. Inshallah, Allah knows best. Inshallah. Now we've done with the the two sujuds, uh, the sitting between the sujud, and we're coming back up to continue with our farad salah. And uh, this is where the Imam says loudly, Allahu Akbar. Yes. And uh, sometimes we see people uh, lift their hands up like they would start the salah and say Allahu Akbar and then put their hands together. Yeah. To, and sometimes they don't. Is there a, um, a more reward if you do? Or is there no reward? Or is it just a, a preferred way? But Imam, more of that after the break, inshallah. My radio station. Your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to 91.3 FM Stereo. The, the program being Salah Queries. Shukran to each and everyone that has participated. Send us your SMSs on 47913. The questions that have, you have posed, uh, Imam will, um, will shortly go into that. But we are coming up from the sujood and we are going to continue with the fold of the Salah. Whereby the Imam says loudly and everyone follows Allahu Akbar and then some mana lalakala ano up as of all ano kan bakan metisala some kanet direct nari posisi watlastan ano kafau opi mach opi of of bukan di mach very boss but what is you know the preferred manner and does the one you know get more rewarded than the other? Firstly, before actually coming up, there's a there's a there's a sitting. Um, so what happens if you are sitting in the first tahiyah? So we speak about the first tahiyah, and you are about to come up. So generally, you have to move forward, and then come up. Um, so there's a mouth, wrong place, wrong place. Um, not in the tahiyat. If you if you have made the first rakat. And you're in sujood, uh, so instead of coming straight up, mouth. This is uh, I, I was uh, wrong in the first. So this is the first rakat. You are in sujood and you want to come up. So instead of coming straight up, you have a jalsatul istiraha, uh, a sitting just for a moment. There's uh, a, a second. So you go into a sitting position and then you move forward and you come up, um, just for a second. Um, sometimes what people don't see it from the imam. Because generally the Imam would be in sujood, and when he comes up, he sits, and he is coming up from to to the standing position. Then he says Allahu Akbar. So then the Ma'mum he he follows, and he only sees the Imam in standing already. Um, but I I I would uh, ask the 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 listeners to to look at the Imam when he's making a learned person uh, when he's making his Sunan Salah and uh, watch that particular the first rakat when he's coming up after the first rakat and starting his second rakat he has a jalsa over there we call jalsa to istiraha uh, the, it's a setting of just resting for for a second and then back to your question um, what do you do do you raise your hands or do you do you not raise your hands when you are from when you're coming up from tahiyah what uh, 
what what the, the recommended act is that when you are making the first rakaat, there's no raising of the hand, so you go straight and you put your hands under on your either between your navel and your and your chest. Um, in the second rakaat, though, though, after your first tahiyah, it is recommended to raise the hands as if you're making takbirat al-ihram again, because uh, the reason for that is um, salah is in sets of in a sense sets of two. So two rakaat and then two rakaat. So even though salah that is four rakaats or three rakaats, uh, it is two with tahiyah and then another one for, for maghrib, for example. Then it, and uh, ishai and dhuar and asr is two and then followed by another two. So just to show, look, this is two and then there's another two, we have a, a, a takbir with the raising of the hands uh, again. I hope the listeners understand. Um, it is difficult, obviously, to, to, to explain these things over air. Um, uh, once again, I do recommend that you ha- go and find classes that uh, uh, by uh, find classes where these things is explained practical. Um, there is various classes, beautiful classes. Um, I can only speak about those classes that I know. I know Darul Muhammad. Um, they have uh, beautiful, beautiful structure there over there in uh, Square Masjid on a Saturday morning um, at, at, in our area. And obviously, I think I think most masajid they do have the classes. So try to get in touch with those classes, inshallah, and try to attend those classes. Inshallah, Malena. Um, another thing that comes to mind is when after coming from the first rakaah, no, yes. and uh, you've now you know connected up with uh, your your takbiratul ihram, and the imam is reciting, or it is a silent salah, as in the or asr. All positions then follow from there. Exactly the same as the first. It is exactly the same in the second in China. Yes, yes. So um, all the positions are exactly the same. Um, we we did mention the jazat uh, istiraha. That is the only only thing that is different. Uh, so in the tahiyat you don't have that. Um, I wanted to mention once also about the the, the tahiyah. Um, we we should we should think about this. What is the meaning of the word tahiyah? Um, and we call this entire, um, uh, and we read this tahiyah every day. And the meaning of the tahiyah is that um, it's all we are praising all. It's, it's a word that praises all the uh, the qualities of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala of His Majesty and uh, all the great qualities of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, all the the qualities of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala of uh, of being eternal, all the qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that being most uh, most merciful, uh, most forgiving, uh, and praising all those qualities. So when you sit in the, these positions, it's it's important that we sit with adab, we sit with respect, we sit with humility, uh, khushu, um, <clears throat> because it may just be a physical position, but uh, with the physical position, uh, it comes a state of, of, of mind also. So if you are sitting in a in a state where we are um, haughty, or we are too proud, and um, then obviously in our, uh, the position will uh, reflect our heart. But if we sit in a position where we are humble in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with our, with our hands on our, on our thighs, this is now in the, in the, in the tahiyya, with our hands in, on, on our thighs, and we are facing Qibla, obviously, and we're sitting with uh, our, our gaze on the place of sujood, um, humbly in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, this is one of the aspects that is 
quite important. Therefore, I'm asking also the listeners to speak about their, their experience in, in these positions um, because uh, the fic, you know, the fic is only speaking about um, uh, how to sit. It's not speaking about what what the state of the, the heart, in a sense. And this, this is uh, just as important as how to sit. Inshallah. Inshallah, Molina, I think we're going to leave it there for now. Yes, inshallah. There are a few more positions that we um, need to look at uh, with the taslim in the salah as well yes. as um, what happens then after. Uh, as we know, some dates and unspring in up because Allah will know the Hajj al Aswat Khatsun of the manas sprung up because Allah will know it can. You know, they've got a, an important meeting to go to, although they've just performed their, um, their farl. But more on that next week, inshallah. We're going to go for um, the SMSs that has come in, and, and I think we should do justice to this, Molana, because there's quite a few that has come in. And it will only remain to say, or play for our SMSs, my or answer that no Yes. And uh, the SMS from. Five nine one seven. If you forget the kunut, can you do the whole salah over? Um, firstly, you shouldn't stop the salah. So if you forgot the kunut, uh, you finish the salah and you make uh, sujud sahwi, the forgetful sujud. If you for 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 whatever reason feel that look you want to make the salah over, then it's permissible to make the salah over. Um, to make a farad to repeat it is no problem, but uh, the farad has been covered in a sense. But to, if you want to do it over for for purpose of reward or for purpose that, in case the salah is not as virtuous as I really want it to be, and I want to try to make it more more accepted uh, by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, then falit tafadl. Um, but don't break the salah and now then restart the salah. Don't break the salah because um, your reason for breaking would be invalid in a sense. From the number 0747 For health reasons I sit and make salah Five times a day Is it accepted? Um, the, the, it is permissible to sit But if you are able to, to, to stand For the very first takbiratul ihram Then you should stand It's, it's important uh, it, is, it, is, uh, it is compulsory for you to stand uh, Even if it's just that moment of Allahu Akbar And then immediately after that you sit Then it's no problem But uh, if you aren't able to, if you aren't able to stand for that moment, then you are allowed to sit, yes, inshallah. Allah knows best. From the number 1919, Mulana, I think this person is trying to tell us um, with regards to what we spoke about, the, the um, in sujood when the person next to you recites loudly, oh. the comment is then you get the people that have a conversation so loud, they are really causing a disturbance. Yes. So therefore, I give two advices. The first advice is for the person that is hearing the the, the noise. So uh, try to focus such that you it, it is a, to the extent that you're not even able to hear. Uh, and this is a common thing. Look, if you are worried about our bank, uh, our bond, the 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 loan can be hoog or whatever person says next to you, you don't even hear. You're sitting in the train. You are you are. Somewhere else, you don't even hear the person next to you. So if you can't focus so much on 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 dunya, we think on, on your skull, why can't you focus with regard to your salah? So the person that is hearing the noise, try to focus more, inshallah. As for the people that's making the noise, stop making the noise, <laughs> inshallah. Inshallah, we'll get back to the SMSs, inshallah, right after <laughs> this break. The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo Assalamu alaikum, welcome back 91.3 FM Stereo We are in the last segment of the program Salah Queries We are now tackling the questions that have come in And once again I say shukran to each and everyone for participating Molana from the number 1919 
what madhab is it where some ladies sujood with their whole body on the ground and i think we need to concentrate on the uh, on this jude where molana you know said the mention about the the position is there in other madhabs um mentioned of different positions with regards to the way the sujood is made there there, there is a uh, uh, uh with regard to um the female differing from the male but there's no at least i don't I, i don't know any particular madhab or any view where the whole body must be on the ground what what is mentioned in the um, in the shafi madhab is that the men's arms for example should be out when making sure once again if you are in jamaat salam mutna ni kana la buta ya allah tawbatan mutna ni yo hana su ait yo ar elbow su ait that it disturbs the person next to you um and uh, your, your elbows must be out a bit not against your your chest in the sense um or against your stomach uh, for the males um but it doesn't need to be extended that much if you are making your sunan falyatafaddal you have this the whole masjid to you if you want to stretch your arms out as you want to um as for the females it is recommended for them to keep the body um close to close to 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 the body so the arms must be uh, tucked into the to the stomach uh the the position the the, the space they take up when it making the sujood must be smaller as well So that recommendation is there um but the actual whole body being on the ground I don't know of any of those views from the number 1445 assalamu alaikum can molana give a a short um, example of what needs to be recited or what can be recited when in sujood inshallah um so the the one that we learn in aslam school is the one subhana rabbiyal a'la wa bihamdi we add the wa bihamdi as well so the uh, actual in the hadith only comes subhana rabbiyal a'la um even the ada wa bihamdihi then bismillah it's uh, more rewarded rewarding for us so subhana rabbil a'la subhana rabbil a'la wa bihamdihi subhana rabbil a'la wa bihamdihi generally we advise to start off to do three uh, if you are making your nafal salah your sunnah salah then increase maybe uh, as much as you feel comfortable with inshallah from the number 4352 assalamu alaikum i want to know if pregnant can i use the sitting position to do my salah shukran may allah bless you um so it depends uh, obviously the, i think the, the the question is because the pregnancy the stomach is uh, a bit big uh, and uh, so yes you can you can if it is uh, if if he, um if it is extremely difficult for you you cannot uh, you are, because i'm pregnant ladies it, it's so difficult for them they co- can't come up Uh, or they would be become very drowsy in a sense when they're making sujood um once again the only uh, very important aspect is the st- first standing when making takbiratul ihram so if you can stand for that i think it's a, a minute less than a minute just saying allahu akbar folding the arms standing for that minute saying bismillahir rahmanir rahim and then sitting then uh, please do that inshallah from the number 5917 i'm sitting on a chair and i'm feeling that you must out on all the acts like touching the ground with your forehead and hands are we getting the same rewards if sitting on the chair for a valid reason inshallah we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you the same reward but the hadith does say uh, that if you make salah standing or uh, then you get a full reward if you're doing it sitting then you get half a reward if you do do it um, uh, laying then you get half of that um, but Uh, according to the shuruh uh, the, the the those ulama that explain that hadith they say that this is with regard to the nafal salah 
with regard to the nafal law. So if, and this is with regard to a person that has a choice. So in your nafal salah, you choose to, instead of standing and making salah, you choose to sit and make salah. So that because of the choice, you get half. This does not apply to a person that in the faral salah that uh, doesn't have a choice. He just, he, he cannot stand and make salah, or he cannot make salah um, with all the positions. And he has to sit in the chair. If he doesn't have a choice, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him the full reward, inshallah. Amen. And to accept from him and all of us, inshallah. Imam uh, 6280, that is the number. This SMS says, Imam, what must you do if you can keep your hudu and the waqt to move out? Okay. So, yeah, it says here, if you can keep your hudu and the waqt moves out. So I, I'm assuming that after the, uh, you've finished the, the salah, you still have your hudu and you can keep it. Um, I'm not too sure if that should have been if you can't keep your hudu. Yeah, uh, okay, so if you, we on, try to answer both, if you can keep your wudu, then keep it, inshallah. Wudu uh, uh, is a very valuable, valuable uh, gift that Allah Ta'ala has given to us. Um, I, I had this program um, where we sp- spoke about salah also um, last night, um, it was a Saturday night, and uh, I said that we don't know where we're going to die. So imagine you have an accident. Or imagine you're walking down the road and you die in a state, in any state, what we don't know, but you have hudu. Wouldn't that be a virtuous thing? So try to keep your hudu as long as possible. And if you break your hudu, try to take a fresh one. Uh, if the question is with, with regard to can't, can't keep your hudu, then um, if imam if the next work comes, then you have, you have to, to take, take a new hudu, inshallah. Well, Lena, we're going to end it off there. Um, there are Many, many more questions. Shukran once again to everybody. We're going to take these questions through to next week's program, inshallah. With Imam's permission, we're going to start off the program yes, with yes. the questions, inshallah, so that uh, all of those who, had, who are tuned in this week, they must tune in next week to the start of the program of Salah Queries, and they will get the answers to their um, questions. However, we've got a minute left, and I would like to end off, uh, I would like Molana to end off with the following um, question that has come come in and uh, end of the program with us it comes from 0862 and it and it says can you make dua in afrikaans and with that molana i would like you to end of the program as well can you make dua in afrikaans uh, yes uh, yeah what is what is unfortunate or difficult is that in your salah though uh, you cannot utter any other language besides arabic you cannot utter any other language besides arabic um, that does not prevent you from in your in your heart in your in mind asking something because we know Allah Taala is al-Sami al-Basir al-Alim al-Hakim. We know Allah Taala the, these names. Allah Taala know everything. So if in my heart, my, in my mind, I I ask something an Afrikaans and Kosa or whatever tal equal prat, um, then Allah Taala hears it. So inshallah Allah Taala will answer it. But dua in general, you can can Allah Taala in Allah Subhanahu Taala. This is a dua. Allah Subhanahu was khair and barakat and Inshallah, and for from strength to strength of Alhamdulillah. Shukran. That is the voice of uh, Maulana Fudel Jones, the Imam of Rahmania Masjid in Sonata Street in Steam. Tune in next week for Salah queries. Once again, we're going to start of the program uh, with the questions that we have not answered. For now, we're going for the news, inshallah, thereafter. It is time.
My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back, 91.3 FM stereo with your host Shafiq Sadiq and Buta Ishmael Philander. And uh, I see Buta Nazim Peterson is also joining Buta Ishmael Philander. Still with me in studio, I have uh, Molana Fudel Jones. And I need to apologize because I didn't greet Molana for ending the program. So, uh, Molana, from my side, shukran for joining us once again for Salah Queries. Hopefully, next week, inshallah, we can continue. And I say to you, uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Alhamdulillah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And for requests and dedication, stay tuned to 91.3 FM Stereo.